On this episode of the Hitman Podcast, we discuss Patrick Mahomes' mega extension deal, the NFL holding players' money in escrow, the Washington football team fiasco, and more NBA players opting out the NBA restart in our thoughts. We also get into what the WNBA players' response was to Senator Kelly Loeffler, Free Woj, The Game Show, and we finish it off with the sneaker rundown. Episode 10, fresh out the pie, let's do it. By now, whenever you hear that MVP chant, you know what's the deal. It's the most valuable podcast in the world, the Hitman Podcast. You know what the deal is. What's happening? Man? What's going on, bro? Man, I can't call it, brother. How you feeling? Good, bro. Got some real, real big news. This uh, yeah, this past week has been really good to me. God is good. Where you at though? Where you at this week? Tahiti, Hawaii, Istanbul. What's going on, bro? International mode. Crib. I am at the crib, and I'm happy to be at the crib, man. I'm chilling. Yeah, right. I'm back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm back. I'm happy to be actually actually podding, man. We haven't really uh got into to some sports talk for a little bit. We didn't have a couple interviews, so we we've been missing a lot of sports talk. We didn't let it pile up on us, so I'm glad to get How in the space. How you feel about that? How you feel about that? Because I, I feel like I've been lining these interviews up for you, and you've been sitting on some stuff. Like, bro, can we talk about some some sports, yeah, bro? Like, <laughs> nah, man. Honestly, honestly, like, we gotta talk to this person, this person, that person, this person, this person, that person, this person. It's uh, honestly the people we talking to are dope individuals, so I don't have a problem with it. But you know, right. a little part you got, I got that piece of me that's reading this news that's coming on, and I'm getting into my phone. I'm like, damn, I want to talk about that. Damn. Word, so word, it, yeah, up. it just feel good to get back in that space, man. And we got we got a lot of a lot of stuff to go over. Some stuff, cool. We got a lot to go through. Yes, we, we missed y'all. For sure. <laughs> Straight up and down. For sure. We appreciate y'all. We're about to get into it. You know how we started each and every week, bro. How I go down? You know, it ain't the school out the BAMs. The woo out the BAMs. Uh-uh, not at all. But you know, it's the woo out the BAMs, man. Woo out the BAMs. Woo out the BAMs are the topics that we would be discussing each and every week on this show. If you're new, if you're a new listener, hopefully. Shout out to, shout out to all the, you know, recurring listeners, people that come back and, you know, they've been rocking with us. We really appreciate that. And appreciate all the feedback y'all giving us. You know what I'm saying? So let's go. Let's start with the war out the bands. What's the first one, Chris? Man, the first one seemed like it's the biggest one. Shout out to that boy Patrick Mahomes. He cashed Ooh. in, did his thing. He redefined Ooh. uh 
I don't know. You ever seen Jerry Maguire, bro? You seen the movie Jerry Maguire with Cuban Good, Cuba Good and Jr. was a uh, Rod Tidwell, the ambassador on, of Quan. Have I? <laughs> Have I? Patrick Mahomes <laughs> redefined the definition of Quan. That boy got bro, that chicken. I saw, this, <laughs> I saw this come across my screen. All, all I could think about was that money, 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 money. That's all yeah. I could think of. The OJs, Patrick Mahomes, according to ESPN, signed a 10-year, $400 million contract this past week. Adam Schefter of ESPN reported on Tuesday that the Kansas City Chiefs have agreed to a 10-year $400 million extension with, with the quarterback Patrick Mahomes to keep him under the team's control through 2031 with Steinberg, Steinberg Sports reports noting that the deal includes $477 million in the guaranteed mechanisms with the overall contract breakdown bro Patrick Mahomes stands to make $503 million dog <laughs> wow that man wow. just signed a contract for half wow, a billion. Man, bro. shout out Patrick Mahomes, man. Damn. Dog. Uh, when I when I was reading it, when I was reading it, it didn't even seem real. Nah, not at That's all. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. So many questions. So many questions. So many questions came about. I don't want to sound like a cynic, but first of all, like again, once again, you can't say enough. Congrats to Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think sure. it was really dope that he was able to secure the bag in a very in a very real sense um and he still wasn't afraid to you know speak his voice and, and take his platform and use it for fighting social injustice i know you saw that that um that commercial that the nfl players put out zeke yeah. was in it you know patrick Mahomes was one of the faces and obviously now he's the face of the nfl with this with this new deal so um just talk to him bro how you feeling about the situation man that's inspiring bro uh, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. You know, I've been in the league. How many? What? What is this? Going on his fourth year? Yeah, not even five years yet. Not even five years in. You got to think about it. Super Bowl champion, regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP. All before your fifth year in the league as a quarterback. And according to him, he just is now learning how to read defenses. Cash, cash. Come on, man. Come on. That tells me two things. One, he set a precedence. Huh. You know, that's that he's he's a trendsetter. We've never seen a deal like this in sports history. Not you can name all. it NFL, NBA, MLB. We've never seen, you know, a contract like this. So for one, I mean, that's amazing. That's generational wealth. That's not, you know, a contract that you can kind of like blow that bread. You're not blowing that. That's generational wealth. So for him to create that for his family is amazing. Um, also, the Chiefs, you have to do it, but in their situation, it's perfect. Yeah. The reason being, the reason being is you got to somebody like Patrick Mahomes. You got somebody who has a coach who's already, you know, in place. Most of these young quarterbacks, they go into a system, and you will see that they'll have three three coaches in five years, you know, and they never, they never catch a rhythm. True. But he has Andy Reid, and they won a Super Bowl together. And you you gonna you gotta think that Andy Reid is gonna be around for these uh, next ten years. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, That's what I was gonna get you gotta to. Believe that Andy Reid has been in the league a long you gotta believe time, that. bro. Yeah, but he just won his first championship, and you gave him. Come on, bro. Let me look. You're Andy Reid. You've been coaching for a long time. Have you ever coached anybody like Pat Mahomes? 
maybe Michael Vick, but you got him afterwards. After you got him after Atlanta. Now, I mean, don't don't shit on Donovan McNabb though. He did his thing, I'm not and, and not for D, nothing. D Mac, but he took didn't him win. To the, he took him to the Super Bowl, but they didn't win. But they didn't win. And 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 I'm not being disrespectful to Donovan McNabb, but come on, dog. Patrick Mahomes could win the MVP for the next five to six years. I'm almost going to be reckless and say 10, but he could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, we've never seen anybody like this. And shout out to my man's E. He put me on Patrick Mahomes. I didn't even really have him on my radar coming out of coming Texas out of college, Tech. really. Yeah. He came to me like, yo, it's this kid. He throws the ball like Brett Favre, but it's like he moves like Vic and all this. I'm like, man, get up out of here. So then... I had to go check the tapes, and I'm like, "Damn, this dude got a cannon." But check but it out really, though. You know? check, it, check it out though. Texas Tech is known for, especially now, that's pretty much quarterback and wide receiver university. You got to think, they produced back to back Heisman Trophy winners: Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and then you, and then now you got Patrick Mahomes. Like Texas well, Tech is Baker, where it's at when well, it comes to letting well, it fly. Well, Baker was Oklahoma, so remember that. Te- no, he was Texas Tech as well now. Don't forget that. Yeah. Baker? Yes, sir. Damn. Yes, sir. Damn. Damn, I sound I sound silly on my own shit. It's all good. But yeah. It's all good. I sound yeah. bad every week on that game nah. show. It's my, I might as well give you one <laughs> in. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, they do produce quarterbacks, uh, and they do produce wide receivers. Uh, I, you could think of some. I think of Crabtree right off the bat. Um, and I'm I'm who am I forgetting? Uh I'm forgetting one more, but they definitely produce talent and Patrick Mahomes I mean honestly it's generational so you lock him down for 10 years you you was assume, you assume that you would keep the pieces around him now I don't know how that you know him making all that money constitutes into them building a roster around him for the future but you know they're pretty good for the next like four or five years before they have to worry about stuff like that because Mahomes don't, could carry carry them by himself don't forget they locked up Patrick Shout out uh, to him. They, I mean they locked up uh Travis Kelsey already so you feel me? It's, it's oh, yeah. Sammy Watkins is there. You know, the Cheetah is there. So they got plenty to play around with. My only concern is uh, the Chiefs are pretty much set moving forward, at least for the next three to four-year window. Obviously, a team changes, you know, generationally. They change every three to four years. So they're going to be in high-level contention, AFC championship or or, or higher or, or more. Patrick Mahomes, you got to think he's primed to win more Super Bowls at this point. The league is scared of him. They, they He put the league on mm-hmm. notice. The AFC is going to be really tough in terms of defining who that AFC representative is going to be. When you got Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. But right now, when you pay a player that much, that that lets you know their their franchise, that 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 club goes as Patrick Mahomes goes. My only oh, yeah. concern, again, was Andy Reid has been in the league since the like late 80s, early 90s when he was an assistant coach with the Packers. And even before that. I don't know if Andy Reid has is, is got 10 years of coaching left in him. Just from a health Man, standpoint. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. You, but you you get somebody like Mahomes, you like, you know what? He can change. I mean, he's already going down as a Hall of Fame coach, you know, uh, one of the best of all time. But this could really put him, you know, this run, if he stays for the next 10 years with Mahomes, could really put him in different type of company when it comes to coaching. Um, I think that that's a – uh, and Andy Reid is a good person, you know, a really good guy. Um, I think a lot of people in the league really respect him and want the best for him. So um, he's not one of those guys that you, I don't think in the NFL and coaching actually stresses him. 
you, Talk know. Of, you saw that uh, insurance policy that they put out though for Pat Mahomes on the injuries. Yeah, I, I seen a little. Yeah, I seen a little bit of that. that it's crazy. That's LeBron territory. No Hundred million what. dollar insurance policy, yeah. bro. Gee. Yeah. And we didn't talk. We ain't got into endorsements yet. <laughs> man, it's the he's the he's the future, man. He's the future of football. I mean, Lamar Jackson won the MVP last year, and shout out to him. I mean, a great situation in which I saw something too that um, I saw some uh, article saying that uh, people are betting that they're going to go sixteen and zero this year. The Ravens. So that's something we can get into or later. I, the Ravens. The Ravens. I was like, damn, I haven't took a look at this schedule yet. I, it kind of came across my desk, and I was like, you know what? Let me take a look into this before I uh, kind of comment on it. But it's interesting that they got them going 16-0 to this year. What, is, what uh, does this contract do for quarterbacks like deals coming up with Deshaun Watson and, and, uh, and Big Trust and, and Lamar Jackson? It sets precedence. How much do you value me and what I've done for your franchise? Uh, Patrick Mahomes was able to show in the first four years what he's worth. He won a Super Bowl. He won an MVP. He's setting a precedence for them. They will get paid. They Lamar Jackson will get paid because he'll be right there battling. They'll be the next what? Uh, what do you call uh, Brady Manning? They'll, they'll be the next uh, version of it. Deshaun will be right there with them. So they'll all three get paid. What does this say for one Dak Prescott though? <laughs> Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> next, bam. The NFL, bro. They ain't trying to give up them contracts. They ain't trying to give Patrick Mahomes his money too fast, too easy. They're proposing to hold 35% of the players' payroll in escrow starting with the beginning of the 2020-2021 season. The NFL reportedly proposed holding 35% of the players' salaries in escrow for the NFLPA on Tuesday in an event of lost revenue this season due to COVID-19 and the pandemic. This is per Tom Pelissero of NFL.com. Pelissero also reported that the union executive Don Davis told, was told that the players sent the message back to the league and it was to quote-unquote kick rocks. <laughs> so they not yeah, feeling feel that you. They not feel feeling you. that at all Nah give my money man Pay us our money I'm sure we you got some I'm, I'm sure we got some educated folks Checking out the pod for the, But for those that don't know Escrow is, is essentially uh, If you made a bet If me and Mo made a bet About shooting a shot Making a shot Our homeboy is going to be escrow We give him the money to hold it So that I don't run off with it. Mo doesn't run off with it. It's going to be sitting right there in the pot. So it's essentially the pot, man. Basically, the NFL is going to try to hold 35% of player salaries across the board um, as an insurance policy for them to hold in case they don't play f a full season of games. And the Players Association uh, is basically saying they're not having that. They want their full contracts. Similar to what baseball no, players were saying. No, for sure. I mean, of course you're gonna want to you're gonna want to campaign for your money, but you getting paid for what's right. on what's what's being shown on on TV, bro. I'm not I'm not I don't have yeah. a side either way. If anything, I, I, <laughs> if I had to lean to either side, I would lean towards the player side because you always want to get your bread at the end of the day. But at the same time, if you getting paid to kind of like sit around and do nothing, it's a lot of folks that sit around collecting unemployment right now, making more money than they was <laughs> when they was on the job. You feel me? It just don't seem like it's uh, speak on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't seem like it's the most beneficial for 
the system overall the fans the team the players uh i think much better compromise needs to be had but holding 35 percent of my bread up just because you feel like it i ain't going so the nfl never ceases to amaze me with the stuff they try to get away with you know like they'll just throw some stuff out there just to see if somebody will be cool with it even though they know it's a bs idea what and just hope that you know maybe we'll just throw this to the wall and hopefully it'll stick and it'll if it does right damn here. we just got away with something like, like you're gonna ask the players who play one of the most violent games in america or in the world in general to hold 35 percent of their bread but still go out there and risk their live livelihood and their bodies and not get paid which they already don't get paid handsomely compared to the other sports and just ask them to go out there and just you know bash heads nah bro we don't need all our bread and contracts are I mean, never guaranteed I mean, contracts up for for the majority of the league majority of the players is not guaranteed exactly everybody not I mean, making that's, patrick that's mahomes what, money i mean that's terrible i mean as you can see if you on twitter the nfl players you know they let the nfl have it I mean, so many players came out laughing, you know, giving the what question marks. Laugh, like that's not happening. How about the, the fact, NFL players association will not go for How that. about the how about the fact that the NFL is saying that they're banning uh, jersey swapping at the end of games because they feel like <laughs> that's going to spread COVID nineteen. So forget the fact that we just played a three hour football game where we touching each other, sweating back and forth, being physical with one another. All oh, no, none of that is going to cause the problem. What's going to cause the problem is me trading my jersey with your ass at the end of the game. That's what's going to spread the virus even like, more. Like I say, they just they just throw, clown. St- they just throw stuff at the wall and just hope it's going to stick and people just not going to say anything about it. I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Me Is trading that the most ridiculous with some... thing you ever heard? Because the, I mean, the most ridiculous thing I, mean, I ever heard so far was that they were going to we're gonna sing the Negro National Anthem at every game to... Yeah, that's that the most ridiculous thing attempt. I've heard. That was, a bad, that was a bad attempt at trying to, you know, do something right, you know. But I, I just... You're right. I, I would say that. But the jersey swap is kind of crazy, though. I mean, we we playing football here. I'm giving you my jersey at the end of the game and taking a picture. We could actually do that social distancing. <laughs> why don't we just like, why don't we saying? just not have a season, That's bro? Stupid. How 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 serious do you think this would be if the 2020 football season was just canceled? What you think of that? It would be ser- it would be serious for the players. And that's who I think of in these situations. I really don't care for the. I really don't worry about the owners. The owners will be all right. I mean, for most of these guys, football isn't the the, the main hustle. You know, it may be the main hustle, but it's not the only one. But for these football players, nine times out of ten, this is their hustle. This is how they get paid. They already don't make that much money, and it's not guaranteed. So if they don't have a season, there's a lot of family members that need to be taken care of that won't be. Uh, Make some probably even have kids that won't be taken care of properly. Right. So in this situation, I kind of want them to have a season. Forget the fans coming to the stadium and all that. But if they can find a way to play the season, um, I say do it. Only because I know those players don't make that much compared to MLB and NBA players. Next, bam. This your territory, bro. I know you uh you got a lot to say about this spot right here. 
on this right here we talking about the washington <laughs> washington football team <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that man tried to set me up. Yo, he tried to go well. He tried to set oh, me up. Be I almost said it too. So, <laughs> so guys, there's an NFL team that plays in Washington. I won't say the name, uh, but it's offensive. You know, the name has been offensive. And actually, uh, let me scrap that. I will say the name, but I won't say it after this time because you need to know what the name is so you can know why they're changing it. Um, NFL has a team, the Washington Redskins. That name has been offensive to uh, Native Americans for some time now. Um, they've been asking to change the name. Uh, they've been petitioning to change the name for years. The owner, Dan Snyder, has openly said, we're not changing the name, we're not doing anything with that. Uh, and now, things have changed, Chris. You know why? Because money's involved. What's going on? So, mm. uh, How much money, though? Let's talk Ooh. about it. So uh, FedEx and Nike, they don't like that the name, the Washington has the name the Redskins. And they signed letters and they've said, tell the Washington Redskins that you need to change the number or we're pulling out and we're pulling our money out uh, for, and if they change the name, change the name or they're pulling the money out. And if they change the name, if they don't change the name and they don't pull that money out, They'll be losing about six hundred and twenty billion dollars, bro. Ooh, six hundred and twenty billion. Uh, I put shields down my spine. So, <laughs> so it won't surprise you. It won't surprise you. My next statement that came out today, um, actually a few minutes before we actually jumped on air. Um, yeah, breaking news that the Washington Redskins will retire the name, and a new team name will be announced at a later date. And that was brought to us by the Sports Business Daily. Thank you for coming to your senses, clown. It's about time. I mean, it's nothing to change the name. There's nothing to change the name. Honestly, it would be in their best interest to change the name. They haven't won in so long. They might as well change the name, rebrand. You're going to get more money because they're going to be new jerseys, new new names. you got to brand all this stuff. People will buy this stuff. It, it works out for you. Why do you? want to hold Straight on to up. a name that offends so many what are you holding on to bro you want to be offensive on purpose let it go man that's all i gotta say i'm not even applauding them for changing this they should have been done this you know but you know when that money money talks it's supposed to be a press conference being held tomorrow uh dan snyder along with his brain trust executives top executives for the Washington football team's front office. Uh, I imagine they'll be in attendance as well. Um, I'm not sure how they're gonna do this press conference. Maybe it's a Zoom conference, or maybe it's just him kind of speaking from his office, but they are indeed gonna be moving forward with changing the name and rebranding the team. Um, I just think that at this point, it's far too, it's, it's, it's uh, better late than never, but yeah. it's something that they should have absolutely been uh, at the table to get done years ago, decades ago. Absolutely. Um, this is not a new subject. This is not, you know, something that just kind of rolls up out of nowhere, but obviously given the climate of the country, um, you know, the Atlanta Braves were also uh, spoken to, the Cleveland Indians were also spoken to in regards to possibly changing their names along with, uh, I believe it was Louisiana 
Monroe, yeah. or Louisiana Lafayette, um, whichever one of those and two. And the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, yeah, and the Blackhawks as well. So just briefly, yeah. Just uh, they all said that they wouldn't change. Yeah, it sounds good. Most of them said they wouldn't change. It sounds good, but six hundred twenty billion. Good. You're right. You're right. <laughs> six hundred twenty billion right. has a way has a You're certain right. ring to it. it, it it's like. It's like uh yeah, you- <laughs> it's like when a chick uh win right, that's a lot of win a special kind of cologne and uh a chick come up to you, oh what's that fragrance you win? Oh this, oh it's nothing. It's called lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So bro, like yeah, and and you know what? Honestly, Dan Snyder wouldn't have changed the name if he didn't have investors that were like, yo, bro. We're about to lose six hundred and twenty. Yeah, and he's and he has to act. He has to act on behalf of the investors. And he's a big dog man. Nike, FedEx, PepsiCo. These are not Mm -hmm. like mom and pop shops. These are Fortune five hundred companies. These are the backbones of our country. And when you have those as your primary sponsors, and they tell you, "Hey, bro, this is what's going on. I don't care what you name it. You just got to change the name from this." That's how you get stuff done. That's how you affect change. So let that be a lesson to everybody out there that's listening. So, oh. Go ahead, tell them speak. Cause I was just about to ask you, you but you nailed them ahead. Yeah, go ahead bro. And that, bro. The way that we go about change is not with t-shirts and and social social media posts and things like that. You affect change by affecting the bottom line. When you affect that dollar, them the things that that we, all we need pockets. political presence, all we need activists in the, in the community. Listen, when you talk about defunding the police, when you talk about defunding a football team because their name is offensive and it's racially charged how you get people to change how you get policies to change you have to affect the bottom line you have to stop spending money with these people you have to stop spending money in places where your money is not appreciated and then they will pay attention to you and only then will they pay attention to you everything else is just kind of like par for the course they're like yeah we'll pay attention for a second yeah we'll do black lives matter or yeah we'll acknowledge you guys for a second We'll let you paint a mural in the middle of the street. But when a month goes by, when the rioting stops, if they still make a handle, if they still make a money handle, a fist is going to go right back to, to the way it's been. Um, we supposed to have, we, we talked to uh, Domacy Pongo. He's going to be coming on the pod sooner than later, but he was on Stone Soup. Shout out to What's the Word TV. Shout out to Cody Mack and the team over there. He was on, he was on Stone Soup earlier this week. And he said, uh, part of protesting uh in the fabric of his definition protesting is meant to be inconvenient to those that are being protested against so that includes financial y'all that includes protesting with dollars keeping your money away from these people that don't want to change or are stubborn to change because they feel like they don't value you it sounds real good until you snatch that money away from them then they don't have a choice yeah well said, bro. I mean, this goes to show, like you said, the dollar is affected. The dollar, once the dollar is affected, everything goes, you know. And and they still popping fireworks out here, bro. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand it, dude. You know, we got a we we add the fireworks show to to the yeah, show tonight. It's all you know, good. Shout out to Juneteenth. Shout to Juneteenth. <laughs> they still celebrating out there in the streets. But yeah, man, once that dollar is affected affected things you know um people then start to wake up so let's start waking them up let's start affecting them pockets and running them dry speaking of fireworks 
We're about two weeks away from the restart of this NBA season. I know this is what you really want to get to, right? Let's get to it, man. I know you're ready. Let's I know you're ready. You got, your, you got your Lakers jersey, your white Lakers jersey. You're going to pull it up out of the case. <laughs> you remember the days when you said you would never be a Lakers fan, bro? You remember them days? Bro, I'm a LeBron fan, bro. Do you remember the days fan. when you I'm, said you whatever, would be a Lakers fan, bro? You you know how people always try to like, <laughs> do you remember? Bro, what does... I remember them days. I remember those yeah. days, bro. I remember yeah. those days. But you that don't did. got nothing to do. That don't got nothing to do no. with this. I'm a I'm a LeBron fan through and through. When Le, look, I was never a Miami Heat fan, but when LeBron went there, I was interested in what Miami was doing. I was never a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, but when LeBron was there, I was interested. I wanted him to win. Same thing. Same thing in L.A., man. I hope that I hope that he can bring the, that L.A. franchise. A title. Back I'm sure. To he, I'm sure. I'm sure he's uh he's excited about this this championship, quote unquote championship. Y'all can't see me doing the air quotes, but uh, I'm sure he's more excited than ever, especially given the fact that some of the marquee players have decided to drop out of this NBA <laughs> tournament. Uh, Bro, tell me who the marquee players more are, of our mar- more marquee NBA players have decided to drop out of the NBA restart. Some of the most noteworthy names this week include. Uh, Pacers guard Victor Oladipo, Nets guard Spencer Dinwiddie. You okay? Come with on, go ahead, man. I got something to say after you name the name, bro. And, then, and, 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 and of no, and of no, and of no, all-star shooting guard Bradley Beal and John Wall of the Washington Wizards all have decided to back out of the NBA restart. They joined the likes of players like Avery Bla- Avery Bradley, Trevor Ariza, etc. Orlando yeah. they've gotten underway. Um, I spoke to some of my colleagues. They said that they're actually going to be traveling down between now and uh, the end of next week to prepare and get situated for the, the restart of the NBA season. So, Mo, given some of these hard-hitting players are sitting out, y'all should, it should be straight for y'all. Y'all should go 16-0, right, in, in the playoffs? Y'all should go straight to the let championship? Let me let you know something. I'm just gonna let you know. Let me know something. Something, anything, bro. This Please. is no disrespect to the people that I'm about to repeat. Victor Oladipo, Spencer Dinwiddie, <laughs> Bradley Bill, John Wall. It don't matter. Them boys ain't doing nothing with Brian and them, man. <laughs> Go ahead. I would be sitting at the crib, too. I'm not coming. We don't got no chance. <laughs> what? Come on, bro. I'm just saying, dog. Like, it, it makes sense. But I, I, in all honesty, it makes sense for them to sit out. On, um, with Victor Oladipo, I mean, he just was getting back into the swing of things when Indiana came back. I mean, when it, over like the uh, uh, all-star break and just after all-star break was getting back into the swing of things and then to shut the season down again, right. um, I think that he should just get fully healthy and come back. So I agree with him there. I'm pretty sure Indiana would love for him to be there, though, because they are a top seed in the East. Uh I, they would like for him to be there, but it's all right. He could take this um, season off. Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> KD's not playing in New Jersey. Kyrie's not playing. Why am I going again? Yeah, I'm out. DeAndre Jordan's <laughs> out as well. For sure. And yeah, that, that whole team, matter of fact, I think like, what, half of their team t- said they weren't going for one reason or another, so they ended up picking up uh, Jamal Crawford in. Uh, my guy, what's his name? Uh uh, Michael Beasley, Michael Beasley. So shout out to them two for getting picked up by the Nets, but they're not going nowhere. We know that. And then Bradley Bill and John Wall, 
I mean, they're not beating Milwaukee. They're not beating Toronto. They're not beating. They're not beating a lot likes of those teams so um with John Wall coming off the Achilles just makes sense and then Bradley Bill like I'm not going out there to keep getting you know for eight games to get spanked and then go home so makes sense it does bro I'm just saying that's, that's just my take on it how do you feel about Toronto already being down there for a full month before they get back to the restart you think they're gonna be uh you know like a well-oiled well machine when they come back they got an advantage I really believe that they have an advantage uh, I didn't even take Toronto lightly when the season began. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I know a lot of people writ, wrote them off when Kawhi left. But if you watch them play, I mean, Pascal took his game up to another level. Right, we talked uh, about that. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, they, I mean, these guys, they got some hoopers. They got some killers on their team. Um, and them being in Orlando, being accustomed to being there, um, they maybe didn't play a lot of basketball, but them being together, having that camaraderie still, is going to help them once they get into, you know, playing in the next couple of weeks. So I do think that that gives them a little bit of an edge. But um, the top teams, I'm pretty sure, have been working out together before this whole bubble situation. Because right. they knew it was at stake. So I kind of feel that way. Um, but, yeah, Toronto gets a little bit of an edge. Um, who are you wanting to see coming out of this bubble? Who are you more most intrigued to see? Philly, for sure. Philly in the East for sure, yeah. because I feel like they're not getting talked about enough. Everybody, everybody thinks that the top teams were the only teams that were working, you know, during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. So I want to see what Philly mm -hmm. got going. Uh, people are kind of downplaying Houston as well, and and not for nothing. There's pressure. There's pressure on Houston. There's pressure on Daryl Morey. You know, you've been hearing word that his job might be on the line in terms of uh, if the if the Rockets don't take that next step and get to the NBA Finals, given you know their high their high price ticket on the contracts over there um yeah. the underwhelming play that they've had those two teams kind of stick out to me for sure uh we know what the Lakers gonna do we know what Milwaukee Toronto is gonna do um I guess the Clippers as well I want to see if they got another gear that they can they can go to I don't I don't Man. automatically just I don't automatically just subscribe to it being a, a Clippers Lakers uh Western Conference or uh highly contested semifinals. I think that um they still got a lot to prove for what is worth. The Clippers still have not won anything. They've collected players they have that have jail. done things. Yeah, they have. They've collected players that have mm -hmm. had success from other teams. But it's still the Clippers, right? We're still talking about the the mindset, the the culture of that team, and we're not just. Then it's easy to be a paper champion. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, what about yeah. you, bro? Who are you looking forward to? Man there's a lot it's like a whole really a real second season going on here um i do believe the teams that you say you're looking out for are the same teams i'm looking at mm. but i think it's different for me i'm looking at other things um there's no fans right 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 these right, games right. will be i these games will be isolated um i want to see how that affects the players i think that there'll be a level of focus that we haven't probably ever seen in these basketball games because there's yeah. not there's not a lot of distractions going on um attention to detail will be major coming to these games um so i do think that the best teams will win out every single time just because who's more polished who's more who's paying attention to those little details who's locking in on defense which i when we start talking about that then there's teams that i really want to see um of course milwaukee how dominant they were before COVID and that whole shutdown, I want to see how they continue to, you know, play. 
that team is centered around Giannis, of course, with a whole bunch of shooters. Um, will Chris Middleton start to take over? Because he, I mean, as much as we talk about the Bucks, it's a it's the Giannis show, right? And then it's everybody else. And so, Chris Middleton has to make that jump. I want to see if he's going to come back polished. Uh, in the West, two teams that I'm really looking at. Well, I'll, I'll say three. The first team is Portland. I'm really interested to see interesting how team. Portland takes these eight games and see if they can get in. Um, I was sitting here thinking, and then I saw something, and I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to fall for it because we fall for it every time. <laughs> but I saw a picture of Melo today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that too. I saw Yo, that. Yo, <laughs> Melo looked thin, bro. Look different, he looks right? Thin. Different than he's ever he looked. looked different. His entire looked, career. Yeah. Yes, he looks like he took the quarantine serious mm-hmm. and he got his body in shape and ready to, you know, make this push for the playoffs. And I know we've seen the hoodie mellow thing on the internet. He's never been shy been about posting workouts, that. though, right? Yeah, yeah, he hasn't really posted nothing this quarantine. And I mean, rightfully so, no need to put the focus on that. But you can tell behind the scenes, he's been taking care of his body, conditioning, making sure he's in the proper shape. And knowing and i think that he has something to prove and if they can get in the playoffs and he's playing to the shape that he looks like he's in it's going to be interesting for me because i really love that dame cj dynamic and they just need a like i always said they need one more player that can go get buckets when teams are focused on stopping them too that's what made you know kd so dangerous with um golden state and why they look so different when he wasn't there because you can just key in on those two guys playing stuff. So I'm interested in seeing them. And then um, let's get into as a team, but I'm going to give you the news first. We're talking about the Lakers. And so yeah. the big news Swish. is that, you know, every there you go. J.R. Smith is back. J.R. Smith has signed with the L.A. Lakers. Um, old news to some, but we haven't been able to talk about it. So let's, uh, let's wrap on it. I believe... J.R. Smith is honestly a, it sounds funny because y'all might laugh at the finals and what happened in the finals in game one with LeBron and Cleveland but it's the best compliment if you're going to lose Avery Riley and you have to look around the league to pick up shooting guards who would you pick up you you pick up J.R. Smith and it works there because they're not asking J.R. to start they're not asking J.R. to play heavy minutes JR is going to come in and he does, they need JR to do what JR normally does, which is knock down shots and honestly play defense because he is a good defender. He is a, a, a underrated defender. So you mix him with Deion Waiters coming in now and getting more time and you mix that dynamic because what one of the things about the Lakers is you know what AD going to do, you know what LeBron going to do. Right. But the main question was what about their bench, right? Could that bench keep up with the Clippers bench with Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell? Now you got two scores in J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters who can fill it up. You add that with a Kuzma. You add that with Caruso and Dwight Howard and those guys coming off the bench. And now you have a formidable bench that can get buckets and kind of give LeBron a little bit of rest. So, um, yeah, those teams. And then the last team I'm looking at is Dallas. Just a wild card. Mm. I just like – I love Luka Doncic. They, their offense – before the break was a historic offense that was putting up points at a 
mo- uh, a very efficient rate, one of the best efficient offenses in like history. So um, interested to see what they're going to do and what matchup they'll get in the playoffs. Kudos to JR for staying in shape. Uh, kind of felt like he was radioactive after that that meltdown in the finals a few years back. Uh, it's my honest yeah. assessment that he should have he sh- he should have never gone this this long without a job. Uh, and I think Absolutely that not. and I think that it'll probably come out once once they kind of see him playing and we get some get some sound bites that the decision wasn't the league's to keep him out of the league. It was kind of him waiting for the right opportunity he didn't want to just get back in the league he already came from you know playing for championships uh kind of stepping into that place we all kind of felt he needed to be a bona fide starter in this league somebody that can light it up a former six man of the year an nba champion that's not to be taken lightly so kudos kudos to jr for staying mentally and physically sharp to even be able to get that look uh you made a lot of you made a lot of good points uh, this rounds out the Lakers team that much more, uh, and it makes them the hunter. You know what I'm saying? It makes them it makes them the big dog in this in this whole situation. When you look at them, they kind of mirror Milwaukee in terms of depth and uh, chemistry. So it's gonna be exciting to see. You know, Bron yeah. gonna come in and do what he does. AD's gonna come in and do what he does. It's a contract year. Um, they all have kind of yeah. gotten into the mindset like, yo, like let's finish this season out. Let's do it. They're motivated behind. You know putting on for kobe and putting on for the city um what i'm looking forward to seeing i know you said you're looking forward to seeing some stuff i'm looking forward to seeing that these players at the lakers gonna get better meals than these struggle meals they passing out down there in orlando <laughs> they had it set let's out let's get they, to them conditions bro yeah bro they had let's it set out that. like uh it was finna be all systems go yeah you don't have maids and y'all gonna have catering and massage therapy you're gonna have live <laughs> dj nights Bro, they got out there that first week like, dog, I look like I'm in cell block D. You feel me? I look like I'm in county. What what is this? Yeah. It's yeah, been video circling. Yeah. It's been it's been video speaking circling. On that DJ around. Mm-hmm. They getting they getting uh choke sandwiches and dried out pasta salad. JR got in trouble. I man, I ain't been back in the league two days. Yeah. Y'all tell me I gotta that, get off IG live because I'm trying to get him the real yeah. deal. Hey Jr, you got Yo, a, you got a side note. He got a great he got a great uh, future in broadcasting because he tried to give us the scoop. Man, that was hilarious. I ain't gonna lie, that him doing that in live time and showing that stuff was I mean it was funny, but it was also true. Uh, I do I do want to say this about the conditions that they're Yo. the living in the, that bubble. Um, first, it's funny that I saw uh, the report that they had a DJ event. And the only person who was there was Dwight Howard. I don't know how true that was, but that shit is hilarious, bro. That sounds like some Dwight Howard shit going on. But I heard the music was whacking all of that. But, you know, um, let's get into the conditions. Of course, I feel, I feel two ways about this, man. I saw some of the conditions of the NBA bubble. And I couldn't help to think about when these players were like, 16 17 even in college and they had to go on road trips or play aau and they stayed or or summer camp summer basketball camp right it reminded me of those same conditions like the humble beginnings type of conditions right uh of course you know you coming into a bubble and you stand at hotels that they're not all going to be like five-star penthouse view 80 inch tvs you just know that's not what you're going into but then 
I don't know if they were lied to, but they come there and they started (laughs) all. Yeah, yeah, they must have been lied to because they all come there and they start snapping and taking videos like, look at this. Now, I'm going to salute one person, though. I'm going to salute Patrick Beverly. I know you saw him. He got pretty comfortable in his surroundings. He said, look. I ain't too bougie for this. Shout out to West Side I ain't too Bill. bougie for this. I got my setup. You know what I'm saying? He not too. I think that. I think that. If you come into the bubble, you know that it's all business. You know, you're being being lavish and living this extravagant lifestyle that you used to living. You kind of knew that that wasn't gonna happen coming to Orlando. So either you come in to handle business or you come in to kick it. You know, I even read a tweet from one of these chicks that said that she already got invited to the bubble oh damn right you know i don't know if you saw that today you know that was coming for sure (laughs) you knew that was coming for sure so i mean i mean if you can't even focus for three days in a bubble and you inviting chicks you know to to possibly break the bubble restrictions i'm kind of scared of how this is going to turn out for him but um salute to those who are taking the conditions in stride like kimball walker who said look i'm just gonna play video games and chill out you know this is what i do on a regular anyway so salute to those who are making the best out of the conditions and i think that as time goes on and they start listening to the players i think that things will start to get better they will start to incorporate more and then the bubble will become better for them um but the nba is cool have you seen the WNBA? I was just about to say that. You took the words out my mouth. They are looking because really that's why funny I said what I said. Light, boy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the WNBA conditions are. I mean, I can't speak on a hundred percent of it, but from what we've seen, I mean, they need to do better. Come on, man. You got these. You got these ladies in hotel rooms with, you know, roaches and like it just i mean come on they could do better than that i'll spell it out for you how much money are y'all making i'll spell it out for you d e disgusting all right (laughs) ain't no way in the world these ladies making six figures they're supposed to be superstars you feel me you wouldn't put a kevin hart gabrielle union carrie washington Issa ray you wouldn't put none of them in a hotel like that and just tell them to eat that nah you tripping shout to cap because she you know she was on a couple of weeks ago and she told us like yeah bro we don't get our just due. Uh, we try to put on for the WNBA and for the product. We go out there and bust our asses in terms of trying to perform at the highest level. And y'all stick us in this? They already got they they already yeah, got their trash. they already got the season shortened. You know what I'm saying? That they're, they're playing second fiddle to the NBA. They're gonna be at a college campus, IMG Academy down there in Brandonton, Florida. Um, you risking, like you said, you risking catching an infection. And then after all of that, when you put yourself on the line to go and play and still put this product on, this the best y'all could do for us? Come on, man. When, yeah, when they go man. back to the table Come for the God. CBA, I think the women need to stand on their laurels and be like, listen, bro, we could all go play overseas and not miss a beat. That's kind of been the, the story behind, you know, how they're doing their side hustles anyway. Facts. But when you sign a 10-year CBA, you kind of make it hard to go back to that table and say, oh, we made a mistake. We want it. We want more now. You kind of lose rich, and that's what Cap was telling us about. Yeah. You know that CBA, and um, so I, I mean, I hope they get it together. I mean, I, the best thing that could have happened was those videos going viral. So now the WNBA is on blast for the conditions for the bubble, and I'm hoping and and you know praying that they fix that because that's not cool at all. That's not cool. 
That's whack. We're still sticking with the ladies, but I do got something I want to circle back to you about real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just going back to this Patrick Mahomes money, right? For what it's <laughs> worth, for what it's worth, folks been, you know, they've been kind of gravitating the clutch and they've been rocking with Rich and trying to see what they had going on over there. If I'm an NFL mm-hmm. player right now, if I'm just a player in general in the big three sports, I'm looking to see who Patrick Mahomes' agent is because I'm looking to go where he's at, right? Yeah. Makes sense. And some news yeah, about you, Clutch it, as it, well it, as, it, far it. As, as far as uh, Rich is concerned too. Yeah, it, I mean, sense if, if you're looking at Patrick Mahomes' agent, but then you also, you kind of knew it, like, I ain't going to lie, no disrespect, you could be his agent, you was going to get 400 off top. That's how that's how I'm looking at it because his pedigree and what he did speaks for itself at that age. Um, but yeah, you definitely take a look at the agent because for anybody to strike up a deal that at the end of the day when it's all said and done, if you meet everything, you getting 503 milli plus. You got to be talented to to craft up something like that. So you're right. I'm with you on that. Yeah, man. That ain't that ain't. Um, speaking on clutch sports because they doing they're moving they're moving crazy like they oh, pretty they much everybody yeah bro. they what? pretty much snatching <laughs> up they snatching up everything it's like uh <laughs> clutch sports is like boardwalking park place on a fucking monopoly board oh, i know you feel I, me? I see why they i see why they be mad. i know why they mad at rich now i mean i couldn't see it before but i know why they mad at rich paul now goodness and he's doing it all without that college degree lee uh lee steinberg for those that were wondering is patrick mahomes agent back to the ladies uh senator kelly loffler co-owner of the WNBA's atlanta dream she's in some hot water this week she went out stepped out on that ledge and said that black lives matter threatens to destroy america uh, according to Annalise Bailey of USA Today, Senator Kelly Loeffler, uh, Republican from Georgia, the co-owner of the WNBA's Atlanta Dream franchise, says politics do not belong in sports. She doubled down on her stance again uh, and against the Black Lives Matter movement. A day after catching heat from the WNBA Players Association and multiple players for sending a letter to Commissioner Kathy Engelbert denouncing the league's endorsement of the Black Lives Matter movement, Loeffler joined Laura Ingram on Fox News for an exclusive interview, standing firm in her beliefs. She quoted, she was quoted as saying, Black Lives Matter is based on Marxist principles that threaten to destroy America. She also called the Black Lives Matter group anti-Semitic and doesn't support the nuclear family. Loeffler says she will not give up her ownership stake in the Dream franchise, despite players and the union calling for her to do so. Loeffler, who has been a co-owner of the team since 2011, wants the WNBA to place an American flag on players' jerseys instead of incorporating anything Black Lives Matter related in a game. Come on, dog. Clown. Clown. I mean, where do I start with this? You can't, like... If you're laughing, like, you you really can't be serious, right? Like, the your comments are insensitive to absolutely everything that's going on right now. You know and what I'm saying? Dangerous. And not only, not only, yes, not only are they insensitive, they're dangerous, they're irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? And it just not, it just has no place in a game where a majority of your athletes and the majority of your product are black athletes black 
females. Like, how do you, and you own the team. Yes, you own the team and you pay these players. And they represent you. And you're saying that they don't, that doesn't matter. The cause that they support does not matter. That stand, that has no, you know, has no place in the game. Um, I don't know what they can do to get her off. I mean, to, to get her to sell the team. Um, everybody's entitled to their, to their freedom of speech, but it's not, that's not cool. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do. She, she does, but I don't believe that she should be an owner of a WNBA team. If that's where your stance is. Uh, yeah, you can support America. You can want the flag, but why does that mean that black lives don't matter or the black lives movement is, <laughs> is, is what dangerous? What did she say? What, the, what was that clown shit? She said, she said it was Marxist <laughs> anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, basically pose a threat to human, to human, oh, uh, the humankind. I would That's ask. Just cool. Senator, That's just not good. <laughs> That's just not good, bro. <laughs> I would ask oh, uh, Senator Loeffler if she had ever heard of Donald Sterling or Jerry Richardson, because if she's not too careful, the same thing that happened to those gentlemen will indeed be happening to her pretty soon where she's not gonna yeah. have a choice in the matter. And we just told y'all in the beginning of this episode, how do you affect change? How do you affect radical change? Y'all need to be affecting that dollar, that bottom line. She's an owner of the team and is telling folks, yeah, it's all good. We're, we're standing together as long as you got this dream uniform on. But the minute you take it off and you back in plain clothes and you speaking about anything that doesn't pertain to the team, no, nah, I'm not in support of it. And I'm not gonna have anything uh, that has to do with Black Lives Matter be a part of it either um it's laughable you know what i'm saying it's ridiculous but that just That's goes just to show crazy. you that just goes to show you when you in a position of power certain things or certain causes don't necessarily move you that's why we got to start affecting people with this dollar man we got to start making sure that people feel us not just hear us but they need to feel us as well I feel Yo. for them I feel for them players that's on the dream team right now man the Atlanta dream not not the USA yeah. dream team yeah, man. I mean, I definitely feel for those players. Um, hopefully, there's a way for them to reach this owner. I don't know if they've had a talk yet, if they sat down, had some open dialogue with this owner. Um, maybe she's just ignorant as hell and needs somebody to talk to, to, to understand what's really going on in the streets. Maybe she needs to go for um, a walk with some protesters and see what they really, what's really going on in the streets and know that the Black Lives matter movement is not something that's here to destroy america okay <laughs> it is it, trying to do the the exact opposite to, if you really want to be honest so um hopefully that that hopefully that gets worked out man um but that that has no place in a sport where it's represented by black people nah, uh wnba star atlanta dream player natasha Cla natasha cloud was on cnn and was quoted as saying, our league is made up of 80% black females. Uh, Loftus critic, critique of the WNBA's Black Lives Matter initiative. Uh, she spoke on it and said, to be, to be a partial owner and you don't support that, when they take their uniforms off, it's a serious problem. Um, other WNBA players have spoken up this week uh, in response to Loftus as well. So we'll keep an eye on that. Make sure if y'all have any commentary on that, if y'all have any thoughts on that, y'all can hit us up in the mailbag, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Y'all can also check us out on the Instagram. Before you get into that, 
got some breaking news that's going to affect this bubble. We was just talking about these teams and who is interested to see. And you was bringing up the Lakers. Well, uh, just then from ESPN, uh, Lakers guard Rajon Rondo suffered a significant hand injury during practice. Um, it was just reported that Rondo has suffered a fractured thumb and will undergo oh. surgery and is expected to miss six to eight weeks. Damn. This always happens to this dude. So is he getting medical treatment in the bubble? Is he getting medical treatment in the I bubble or is he going mean, to have to leave? This just came straight to my phone. I don't know. But that changes things. And what? what how does this always happen? For sure. To this happens to Rondo every time. Didn't this happen to him in Chicago? This happened Rondo to him in Chicago? Didn't this bro. happen to him like in New Orleans? This, isn't happen? this happened to Oh, my goodness. This happens to him everywhere, bro. Rondo yeah, got some big-ass hands, though. <laughs> I've never seen his hands. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but <laughs> Rondo got some big-ass hands, bro. <laughs> his hands are like feet. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen his hands, dog. But hey, bro, this is crazy. Like, yeah, that's hey, man, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate um, because they're already down Avery Bradley, uh, which who was a primary ball handler for them before he decided to, you know, get out the bubble. So you were thinking like, okay, Rondo, he'll be there. They'll be just fine. Now you have no Rondo. So now. You're gonna ask LeBron to play point guard probably 99% of the time. Uh, they're gonna have, they're gonna need somebody like what's name to step up, uh, Caruso. Caruso. The accountant. Step up. The accountant. Point guard possession. Yeah, even Quinn Cook possibly um, will get some minutes um, handling the rock, but that kind of just means that it's the LeBron show for real, for real, and everybody get out the way as far as the point guard is concerned. So. Year yeah. 17, here we go. Moves, but. Who reported that, though? Because yep. we know who didn't. Uh, that <laughs> Yo, let's get into that. I like that. I like that. Let's get into that, bro. Free Walsh, man. We know who didn't report that. Free Walsh, bro. Free my mans, dog. What's He's a real deal? one. He is a real one, bro. So this is what's going on with uh, Adrian Wojnowski. Uh, so uh, let me get into it here. Adrian Wojnowski is suspended without pay for his explicit comment in an email to Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, ben Strauss of the Washington Post is reporting Wojnowski had been scheduled to travel to Florida to soon cover the restart of the NBA, but he will not make the trip as originally planned. Um, he is still expected to be part of ESPN's coverage um, of the resumption of play at the ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex outside of Orlando. Um, but at a later date, his suspension is between one and two weeks, according to some people. Uh, so this is what happened. Holly released a publicized, um, a public letter that he wrote to NBA commissioner, Adam Silver. Holly criticized the league for deciding to allow messages that promote social justice on his jerseys this summer, but not allow messages that support law enforcement or are critical of China's communist party. What then happened <laughs> was that uh, Woj got a uh, saw the letter? He got poetic um, in his. He got poetic in his email, <laughs> and he felt a little spicy, and he just wanted to send you know um, Holly his thoughts about the letter, and straight basically he sent them an email, and it got straight to the point in two words. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what. Hey, that's basically what he said. 
uh, sent the email, said those two words, and now he's suspended. Uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel great about it. I feel great about it. And not not only me, but obviously uh, I, I started by saying free woes. There have been, you know, players have come out and, and shown support. Colleagues in the media have shown out, have come out and shown support. You and I are members of the media. I'm in full support of it. Because if anybody's yeah. not in, in full support of the Black Lives Matter movement at this point, that shows where you at as far as I'm as far as I'm concerned. You either with us or you ain't. So shout out to Wold for showing that he's an ally, and he's not for the BS. Like he's not for the stupid shit. And he yeah, I mean, and he has was, he mean, has just as much to he has just as much to lose or just as much to showcase as anybody. When you think about news breaking in the NBA, you think about Woj. When you think about news breaking in the NFL, you think Adam Schefter. When you think about news breaking in um in in, in, in the NBA or in, in NFL, you think about Shams, and you think about Woj, and you think about Schefter. So when those prominent media members stand up, not only for themselves but for a cause, you know, it just makes you feel good about about where their heart is at, as opposed to just being a shield or a hack in the media. Oh, I'm only gonna, you know, play it safe because I care about these relationships, or I care about making sure that my career is intact. So shout out the Walsh for being like, man, I'm not with the bullshit. Yeah, man, shout out the Walsh. Um, I did, I do feel like I just don't understand these insensitive comments from people in positions of power who just don't get it. Like, how they don't want to get it? Not get it by now. They don't want to get, get it. Somebody like. Woj gets it because Woj actually respects a company, well, a league that he covers, that he knows that this league is a majority, 90 plus percent African-American. And he understands that the, the problems that they face, that we face in the community, and he wants to help and he wants to help draw awareness to that. He just not only covers his players, but you can tell that he actually cares. And so his response was him caring and he couldn't say it any other way. He's saying it how we would say it. Right. If that dude, that dude sent us a letter. For sure. Um, and for that, I think he gets my respect. I mean, he gets mad respect. Uh, obviously, players. Uh, Woj was trending. He was the number one trending topic on Twitter for a while yesterday. Uh, the hashtag free Woj uh, uh, message going around. So uh, I think that a lot of people stand with him on this. Four and, million to be exact. You know, to that yeah, and to that center in Missouri, man. Uh, <laughs> we God can say it again. You, Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah, bro. You it makes no sense. It makes no sense, man. So free woes, man. It, free woes, dog. And ESPN, y'all. And ESPN, y'all know y'all. <clears throat> y'all know that suspension ain't gonna be long. Y'all stop playing yourselves. Y'all know where y'all get y'all info from. Y'all need them. So, yeah. What else we got on top, bro? It's the last BAM of the week before we get off into the next segment. CBS Sports is reporting that the Pac-12 conference will move to a modified conference-only football schedule for the fall, with an announcement regarding 2020 college football season schedules to come no later than July 31st. This news comes one day after the Big Ten announced its own conference scheduling. The conference will also delay the start of mandatory athletic activities until a series of health and safety indicators, which have recently trended in a negative direction, provide sufficient positive data to enable a move to a second phase of return to play activities. Athletes who choose not to participate due to the concerns about COVID-19 will continue to have their scholarships honored by and will remain in good standing with the team. So shout out to the Pac-12 for doing that for the kids. 
not to not to not to go unnoticed but the ivy league also canceled fall sports uh for the 2020 fiscal year um everything's kind of up in the air as far as 2021 but yeah man big move by the by the pac-12 i expect the other power conferences to follow suit within the big 10 and the pac-12 it only makes sense though um it makes sense to do that uh, I don't know. I don't. That whole season, as far as collegiate sports and how football is going to be ran uh, this year, is, is kind of all up in the air. Um, I do know that the there are a lot of players in college football and a lot of guys who have futures at the next level of the NFL. True. So, what do they do? in this instance you know what do you think they do do they like go ahead and say hey man i'm gonna just go ahead and sit out this year because if we're not really playing for anything or you know playing in a quote-unquote meaningful games based on your conference uh why risk it why risk millions at the next level so i don't know if there'll be some type of effect of people not playing football this year but i want to get your take on that Man, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, if I'm Justin Fields, I don't want no parts of this football season at all. Because they're talking mm. about potentially putting something together where they have uh, two football seasons, two college football seasons essentially play within a three to four month span of one another. They want to pick right back up in April of next year after the season is supposedly going to end in January or February of next year. So if I if I was, you know, a top 10 quarterback, if I was a... Uh, in a situation where I'm a junior and I feel like coming out this year, yeah. but I don't want to risk injury uh, just to put on, you know, a, a haphazard product. I'm sitting out. I'm not touching that. I'm not, I'm not losing a year of eligibility. I'm not wasting my time going out there uh, just to line the NCAA's pockets one, one more year again. Uh, and then putting myself at risk, putting my health at risk, my family's future at risk. No, I don't want no parts of it. Y'all figure that out when we come up with a solid plan. And that's why, again, we both talked about it off the air. Shout out to the NBA because they're pretty much the litmus test. They're the, so, they're the science experiment yeah. that's going to be a telltale sign for any, any one of these sports to move forward. I know baseball is going to get underway and there's some other things going on. UFC had their pay-per-view last night. Uh, so there are sports here and there. But when it comes to widespread team sports where you're – Considering what it's going to look like for a fan experience, for a player experience, traveling with large amounts of teams, the NBA is going to be blazing that trail. So, to your point, yeah, man, if I'm a high, yeah. if I'm a, if I'm a high level uh, All American player in college football, I don't want no parts of a season right now. Yeah, it don't makes no it makes no sense to me. Um, why would I play? This is why the NCAA should play pay players. Man, Ooh, I have to. Have but nobody wants to talk have, about that. I need to have to. Yeah, I have to have an incentive. With this season, with what's going on, you don't play without an incentive. NBA players aren't playing just for the love of the game right now. Mm. They're playing for an incentive because they're not getting paid. That's why they're going to the bubble. That's why WNBA players are going to the bubble. That's why any player in any professional sport right now is going to uh, a bubble. Is because, you know, because they're getting paid. Now, you are not paying college players and be like, yeah, go ahead, dog. Go ahead. Come on, big dog. Give me a few games. <laughs> oh, broke your leg. Man, I'm sorry, bro. Nah, man. Um, if I was a player, I probably would sit out. If I was a high-level player. Now, I understand. I do understand those players who need to make a name for themselves and who are 
you know, needing to jump off on somebody's draft board. It makes it makes sense for you to go out there and, you know, I guess risk it. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. We, we, we will see. We shall see. Hit us up in the mailbag. Again, if y'all got some comments, y'all got some concerns, y'all got something that y'all, you know, want to get off y'all chest, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what y'all thinking about the BAMs. We're back to talking about sports, yo. yo. And then on the Instagram again, let us know what y'all thinking. Uh, Instagram is at the Hitman Podcast. What you got, Brody? Oh, man. Um, this is just random. Have you been watching uh, the TBT? No, nah, but I heard something big happened today, though. I haven't gotten a chance to check it out. Bro, today. if you guys, it's probably, you know, they've been playing this tournament for probably like six years now. Um, it's called the basketball tournament. Right. And there's teams all over the country that come and play in this tournament. And these teams are mostly comprised of uh, old college alumni, uh, uh, old overseas players. You may see some NBA players. And they comprise these teams that are uh, sponsored. And they go play in this tournament. And the winner wins a million dollars. I think last year they were they got it up to two million. Mm. Um, but this year they're playing for a million dollars in a single elimination tournament. So you can imagine, you know, how hard they're playing. And this year, because there's no sports, this seems to like, it's been refreshing. Right. The, the competition in this has been refreshing. Um, the team that has won it the last four years or have won it four times, um, overseas elite. They're normally a collection of great overseas talent that probably played in the league at a time or had a chance to go to a league, but they're in the you know they're playing overseas. Um, this year they had Frank Nitty on the team mm-hmm. uh, that was you know busting up the Drew League and things of that nature. Um, Bobby Brown. If you, I don't know if you guys know Bobby Brown. He used to play for the oh, uh, yeah, Houston Rockets Brown. for a short period and of time. And I know you're getting yeah. bored. No, not him. Not, not, not that guy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that guy. And then um, this year they had Joe Johnson. Yeah, I saw Joe. Joe Johnson. You know, was that was my team, dog bro. back in the day. Y'all used to hate when I picked the Hawks. Bro. Y'all used to hate when I picked the Hawks back in them 2K days. Let me. AC Law. Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> I hated that. I used to love beating you. I'm like, uh, but Joe Johnson was, you know, I had to sneak that in real quick. But Joe Joe Johnson uh, was on that team, and I'm watching this dude, and it's not fair. Yeah, honestly, yeah, Joe Johnson. Yeah, yeah. First of all, why why is Joe Johnson playing for a million bucks? Like you've made 199 million dollars over your career, and why are you playing for a million dollars, bro? Let these guys get this money. But I'm not. Hey, I mean, hey, if you want to, he's playing for the love of the game, and he was destroying these cats. And they went against this team today, and it looked like the 24 teams in a tournament. Uh, Joe Johnson's team, overseas elite, was the number two seed. They played. They went against the number twenty-two seed, and they lost at the end. Like they lost off, off of a uh, cold-blooded three-point shot. So uh, now, shout out! I forgot the name of the team, but shout out to the TBT. They doing big things. Um, they sponsored by ENJ. They had a big commercial. My boy um, Trey from DNA in St. Louis made that commercial spot. It was good seeing my friend on TV. So shout, shout out Trey. to him. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Trey. And uh, yeah, man, it was a, a good tournament. The championship is on Tuesday. Um, if y'all got some time, check it out on ESPN. But it's a dope tournament. It's a way to, if you watch that, you're going to see how, it gives you a good glimpse of how the NBA is going to look Straight when they up. come back. So it's pretty cool. Quick points of interest. You take up all your time with that. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. That was, that was dope. 
That's dope. That's at least we yeah. still got sports moving and grooving. Quick points of interest: Kara Lawson, uh, former ESPN correspondent, obviously former WNBA and college player. She's been hired as Duke women's uh, basketball coach. That's dope. Perfect fit for her. That's hard. Long time coming. Yeah, that's home. That's home. Yeah. Yeah, that's home for her. Yeah. So that's dope, man. Well, She's wishes to Carol Lawson and the new journey. We hope to see y'all put a banner up there. Let's go, Duke. I, don't, I know I ain't the only one that's saying that, but, you know, congrats to Duke. Congrats to Kara. Yeah. Uh, Dame Lillard that's dope. is the feature cover athlete for NBA 2K21. Yes, sir. Well deserved. Yes, sir. That's perfect. Well that's deserved. Perfect. He, he, he is the bridge of the gap between the cool nba and like the kids and things of that nature you could because he raps you know what i'm saying yeah he got the dame dollar like it all goes together it's, it's pretty cool so um that, that was a perfect cover athlete for 2k21 yeah i think that's really dope for him to carry that? the mantle he's on the first cover as a current gen the next gen athlete obviously well not obviously but we know what that's about zion williamson made the next generation cover yeah. And then they did Take what they're supposed to do. Shout out to Ronnie Two K when they played when they made the legendary cover. Obviously, there's no other choice to go on the cover. Kobe Bean Bryant, uh, he's the yes, cover sir. art for the for the special edition. So you know we're gonna be looking forward to picking them copies up. Make sure y'all get y'all reservations in early. I know them Kobe ones gonna go fast. People probably gonna buy one to you know what I'm saying hold on to his memorabilia and they're gonna have another one to play. So shout out to Ronnie. Rest in power to Kobe. Yeah, shout out to the King Kobe. Shout out to Ryan 2K for making that happen. Looking forward to seeing what's going on. Um, I know they're gonna do a new version for the when the PS5 dropped. Them graphics look sick, boy. Yeah, they dog, look crazy. I've seen that. I, I'm doing my I'm politicking right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to do as good as I can. I'm over I'm over here being being a good person right now. I'm trying to live right. So I hopefully I could look up when that come out and it'll just be on my front step. You know. So for all y'all women out there that don't understand this, it, it ain't nothing like. <laughs> getting a copy of 2k i remember in college i had an ex-girlfriend i think you was there that day mo <laughs> i had kind of like yeah. reverted back to a 10 year old can i please get this and she's like nah nah i ain't on that bro my girl came in with the 2k i started running running around the apartment throwing stuff <laughs> flipping stuff over there's nothing I like remember it. that if y'all want to settle an argument if y'all want y'all feet rub for the rest of the month if y'all want you know what I'm saying? Bellhop service, five star service. Buy that 2K for for your man. We got a game show today, bro. Man, don't. We got the game show, but before we get to that, uh -huh. we ain't gonna talk about Cam. we ain't gonna talk about Cam. How could I forget about, about Cam? Cam? How could I forget about? We gotta Cam? talk about Cam, bro. What's up with with Cam, bro? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about shout out, it. Shout out to Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam right. Newton. It's been a while. Like I said, this news is old to you, but it's new to the show. Uh, Cam Newton, while everybody was asleep, you know, um, just watching him work out and stuff like that, Bill, Pel Bill Belichick was like, you know what? I'll take him. I'll just take somebody who was the former MVP, mm. and we'll see what we can do with him. So Cam Newton signs a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. Um, shout out to Cam. Dab. Interesting. Yep, interesting. Uh, only $500,000 guaranteed. Um, according to Cam, it was not about the money. Not at all. At all. Um, pretty much it was about the principal. Um, he is on a revenge tour. Uh, if you pay attention to his social media, that's pretty much all he's been talking about. The big payback. For the past couple months. Yeah. Um, 
he sounds motivated, man. I, I'm one of those guys that one. I love. First of all, I love Cam Newton. I absolutely believe that the Bears should have picked him up. Wow. I'm still pissed about that. Um, that would have been a great quarterback competition between him and Trubisky. I've had some friends. Wouldn't uh, have been no competition. But that's nice of you to my, say. My, no. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just being nice. But, you know, my, my boy T, we talk about this all the time. He's like, yeah, you know, the offense wouldn't fit for Cam. But um, I do believe that we we whiffed on that and we should have picked him up. And there should have been a couple teams that should have looked at Cam Newton. But right. he ended up in the perfect In the perfect spot. spot. If, end up, if, you ha- if you have something to prove, th- just look at this dynamic. Cam Newton has something to prove, right? He's been written off. Like mm-hmm. he's past his prime, he can't play anymore. This, that, third, just rem- but he's been he was just the MVP a few years ago, right? Um, so that's crazy, right? But then you got this other factor, it's the Bill Belichick factor, and he's got how many rings? Six, but he still has something to prove because everybody thinks that he cannot do it without Tom Brady. And he's gonna squeeze every possible. He's gonna squeeze every possible Man, piece of talent out of Cam. He's gonna he's Tell gonna him. make Cam the player that he has never been. He's gonna take him to places and, and heights that he's never been before. And he has a quarterback in which he can run right. whatever he really wants to. If he wants to get him out the pocket and run, he, Cam is a physical freak. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He he's a running back disguised, you know what I'm saying, as a quarterback. So, and he can throw the ball. But if Bill Belichick, if Cam Newton can stay healthy, Bill Belichick can get the best out of him, man. You think that we're going to see a, mean, a New England-Tampa Bay Super Bowl? Hell no. Shout out to Cam Newton, but y'all not beating Baltimore. Y'all not beating Kansas City. That ain't happening. And if that does, then I'll sit up here and apologize. But that that's not happening, bro. Hell We're going to check it, check it Hell out. Hell no. Nah. And Tom Brady and I'm not even getting out of the NFC, and I and, and I'm banking on that too. They Ooh. they is gassing that you up. Love, you they love striking up. up the band when it comes to these takes, bro. Let me let me why, why let me get think you. Let the me, Bucks let, are going to the Super Bowl. I didn't say that. Record this. I just asked you a question. What? Let's let's oh, get yeah, into something. Let's get in. Let's take the heat off of you a little bit. I'm gonna try to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get this right. <laughs> because this right up your alley. All right. The question I got today. All right, Chris, you a you a, like you a movie buff? Like you like movies? You talk yeah. about movies all the time. Yeah. You critique them. Yeah. You do all this. You do right. all that good shit, right? Right. So today, it's kind of a sports, but movie trivia. Question I have for you is, well, let's preface it this way: the movie he got game, right? Spike Lee classic. Yeah. You seen that? You know You seen that? Yeah. That's a spike a spike joint. Uh the main actor was Ray Allen. Right? Uh there was actually somebody who was supposed to be the main character. Right. And it was not Ray Allen. Right. Who was it? You it's actually I know my you know it's actually my favorite player of that era. Um it's supposed to have been Tracy McGrady. Man, hell no. That's man. that's true. That's true. That's not true. That's, that's not true. true. That is not true. That is true. Man, if I could pull this up, if I could pull this up, you gonna nah, dog. It was not T Mac, dog. I'm it was sorry. supposed to be Tracy Maybe. McGrady. 
Nah, bro. Yes. <laughs> it was Allen. It was Allen Iverson. No, that's not right. Am I? Am I? Am I getting stumped on my own show? Yeah, unfortunately, but it's okay. Hold on. Hold this on, is the hold part. On, this is man. the part where we're gonna. Go you said I'm See? the movie buff. You said I'm the one that do this. Yes. I'm the one that do this, bro. Uh huh. I've listened to on, the man. interviews with Denzel Washington. He was on Bill Simmons talking uh -huh. about it. I've listened to the interviews with Spike Lee. Everyone that was around that said that Tracy McGrady was supposed to be the main actor. He was supposed to be the main athlete. Damn. 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 Down goes Fraser. You know what's gonna happen next week, bro? <laughs> you got it right and I was wrong. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, so now Yo, the tables I have turned. Thought... Now the tables have turned. So Good next job, week I'm doing the game show. And I'm not passing the sticks. Damn. Damn. Fuck. Fuck. You right. You right. You right. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go wow. look at this again and make sure. Wow. Yeah, you wow, right. Wow, bro. You right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah man. If y'all think y'all could come on the show and stump me on this on these game wow. shows, hit me up. I'm over here. I'm over here like, damn, I'm over here like looking. I'm really trying to look to be like, no, nah, you wrong. Where you get Allen right. Iverson it was, from? It was because Allen Iverson was next. He was he was supposed. Spike said it himself. I saw what Spike said it, but now I'm seeing over here where he said that, you know, uh, you know, T Mac Allen even Iverson said it. He, T Mac it. said it on his all the smoke interview. Yeah. My bad, brother. You right. You won. You got it right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have to eat my crow on that. And I'm gonna. It's all good, bro. Yeah, bro. As much as I clown, as much as I clown you on here, you can clown me, bro. You know, I'm a, I'm a gracious winner. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to do all of that. You know what I mean? I can't just I can't say I did it alone. It was a team effort. You know, coaching staff gave us what we needed to execute. I was just aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Went out there good and job. picked my spots. Good job, bro. The team hit me with the good passes, and I just made it happen. But we got to build on that momentum. And with that being there said. You yes, sir. You know when that music come on. I love, I love the segment. I love this music, too, into the segment. I ain't going to lie. Let's get it. So Maybe me want to spit a 16. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. <laughs> so a lot of these rollouts have kind of been jammed up a little bit. We didn't got back on course. Yeah. But y'all make sure y'all tune into the Instagram page at the Hitman Podcast. We're going to have a sneaker rundown for the week all the way up until July 18th this Saturday. But starting off, dropping July 15th, Kyrie 6. Catch it on the sneakers out, 140 bucks. Asia Irvin, really decent colorway. Like a lavender. You can check it out, like I said, on the sneakers app on the Nike page. Real decent. How you doing on Chunky Dunky restock, bro? You catch, yeah. you, a, you catch you a pair? Man, I did not know they restocked like that, dog. I was pissed. I seen people got them. Yeah, friends and family, they let, the, they let the link out. Nah, I'm going to have to do, I'm gonna have to do mm. it the hard way, but I don't mind it. I got you. The Kyrie release is kind of pretty decent too, and I saw that he released. Um, he was on the live today, releasing a, a woman's empowerment edition of his shoe. So shout out to Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie on that. We wish he was playing, bro, but it's all good. We're gonna catch you. Next day, July 16th, uh, Space Hippie Pack. We already went through it a couple of weeks ago, but the Vogue colorways are dropping this week. 
This is trash. This is trash. Hashtag this is trash. Uh, the pack ranges from 130 to 180 bucks. You don't like them? No, I think they're cool. I think the concept is awesome. I don't like this colorway. I like the first colorway that came out with like that, like that light orange. I don't really like the Vogue colorway. But I think it's really, I think it's really awesome that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like it. Like when it's solid. Yeah. Like when it's when you have like the Air Max 95. See, like, like the, the ones I'm really looking forward to. I don't. Yeah. The SB Dunks, the Fuzzy Bear, that, that yellow. That's what I want for sure. Same day. The Air Jordan Low 11 Black Cement. These are hard. I like these. I wanted to make these the hit pick of the week, but I was trying to hold off on it. Yes, sir. It's a rendition of that of that uh that IE from back in the day when they first dropped them 11s. You like these 11s? Nah, these is fresh though. Yeah. They they all they come off the BC3 uh, colorway. I've been sent, I've been on a couple of forums this week. I said I would have loved it if it was in white, but this will do. I rock with this. I like this a lot. Yeah, these decent. I like these. These hard. $170. That's a that's a decent little price point for you, bro. That's worth a cop. Yeah, that's, I mean, any shoe under 200 is, you know, that's a decent cop. Once you get into over 200, gotta start looking at like, all right, let me see if this some real heat. You gotta, if it's over 200, it's gotta be some heat. Right. I ain't paying over 200 for nothing. That's just mid. Yo, these yeah. Air Force Ones is going crazy too. By the way, bro, July 17th it's a couple more pair of Air Force Ones. I've been in the city. I went over. Uh, shout out to Sweat Spot Stu. I went over there and checked out the new shop. But all she was telling me about was leaders. They was like, yeah, we got some all white ones. Let your let your people know if they need some. Ones is going in a in a big way, bro. Ones is back. G Fazos is back. They do it. It happens like happens every about like it happens every few years. One start to Man. make they start to creep back up and they start to make it. They just come out and the fire, the colors, the colorways are fire. They do it every few years. I'm not a ones like uh, connoisseur at all, but I appreciate it. I appreciate how long they've been in the game and how people, you know, every few years adapt to them and you know take to yeah, them. Institution. I did, I don't know when the last time I bought a sure. pair of G Fazos. Obviously, that was our staple. In high school back in the day, if you had ones, you were straight. If you had mics, you were cool. But if you had the ones, we'll we'll give you a pass. We'll let you rock. But ones is going like crazy, man. Straight up. Yeah, they are. They doing their thing. They doing their thing with the colorways too. Not supposed to be rounding out with that Gary Payton exclusive uh, retro twelve, that black and yellow, but it got pushed back. Uh, we'll keep y'all up to date in terms yeah. of when it's gonna be back in effect. There's also rumors of a. Um, a Hyper Royal Retro 13, black and blue. It looked like the one that Q Rich used to wear out in Orlando. It's kind of hard. Yeah. That's it. I, those are always nice. Those are always nice. I yeah, seen 13s. I love 13s. You seen those? Uh, the PG4s are dropping. Uh, the Gatorade, yeah, the Gatorade color pack. I was just about to get to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The men still thunder on that. No, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I like them. Um, there's also rumors of a. Uh, Quad 54 Air Jordan 6 dropping this month, yeah. and then obviously it ain't really the hit pick of the week. It's most like the hit pick of the month. Rumors is going around that the Off White brand is coming out with an Air Jordan 4 collaboration. It's only supposed to be for women's, but I think they're gonna do a full size run. Bro, they have to. They give. I mean, shout out to the women. They give them that sale colorway. Is Every real ugly, bro. I mean, not ugly in a bad way. Every I real. mean, it's mean in a good way. Them. Them go with everything right there. That's a dope color, and I feel yeah. like they should be full run, full size run. Man. 
Females stay getting the motherfucking, they stay getting the best colorways, bro. Man, they stay, bro. the ladies get the best colorways, bro. They get the sickest stuff. Yeah, bro. I hope they do a full size run on there. And I, I will be asking people to sign on to their sneakers app for me because I know I ain't going to get it on mine. Yeah, shout out to the ladies that's the sneakerheads out here. Some of y'all are putting these guys in their grave when it comes to the shoe game. So shout out to the women that could do both. For sure, for we about sure. to just we we just about winding it up. About to get up out of here, man. You got any crazy camp stories? You still won't tell people where you at? You say you at home this week. Where bro, you gonna be at, bro? What's going on? How was your, how was your trip to Vegas? You, last time we checked in with you, you was reporting live <laughs> from the strip. Nah, man. I, I mean, I, I did go to the strip. You know, I was in Vegas, and what I did realize was that was my first time out since the quarantine. Honestly, um, we know right. we, we've been playing around right. about being out and stuff, but most places I've been, I've been very isolated away from everybody. Um, but this Vegas trip, you know, it was eye opening to see how civilization and normal life is being run with this whole COVID situation. How you got to wear your mask everywhere. It's like 111 and 113 degrees out there. And we, Damn. you know what I'm saying? You got to walk around with your mask on and. It, the strip was pretty much empty. You know what I'm saying? The strip was empty. Uh, it it was crazy. Like, you have to wear your mask, but if you got something to eat, you could take your mask off. And, you know, you got people on the strip passing out masks. Like, it's just one of those things, like, man, I might as well just go home. But um, it was, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see. It was a cool time, though. Was able to get up with some friends, some old friends, um, you know, Shout out to shout out to, shout out to Will, my boy Will. Shout out to my boy Trey. Uh, you know, was able to get out to get see some good people. Shout out to Chef D Small. Took care of us while we was out there. Uh, ate good, and so just back, man. Um, really, just I'm waiting. I'm you know we started this as a sports podcast, bro, and. Damn. Soon enough, we're gonna start getting some sports and be able to really, you know, talk our shit. So, <laughs> for me, I'm just excited to be back home, trying to get some things pushing, get some things moving, and you know, staying sucker free. Shout out to all the people once again that's fighting a good fight. Black Lives Matter all day, every day. Shout out to the first responders that's making sure that you know people are staying healthy through this whole COVID situation. Wear your mask. Don't be stupid. Don't be silly. This shit is real. Uh, Goofy. Yeah, man. How you feeling, man? You got some. You got some great news this weekend, brother. Don't. That's not about me. Yeah, it's not man. about me, man. That's about you. Yeah, what you got going man. on this weekend, man? First of all, I want to say rest in peace to George Floyd. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, Amara Arbery, Vanessa Guillen. Absolutely. Black Lives Matter. We still got to continue to fight the good fight. Appreciate all the activists out there leading us into the next step, keeping us on our toes. Make sure y'all go out and vote. Stop playing games with your freedom. Stop playing games with your rights. Go out there and vote. This yeah, is the don't most vote for important Kanye neither, vote. He Sorry. Yeah, don't do that. Don't this is the most important shit. election of our lifetime. Don't be stupid. Yeah, man, I got some big news. You know, the player curse. You know, <laughs> man, speak on I'm it, bro. A, it's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing and a half. I'm having a baby girl do Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, man, round of um, applause, man. Don't be humble. Yeah, man. <laughs> Round of applause, bro. It's a big deal. You know, I'm trying to stay focused. You know what I'm saying? You know how athletes do it. They don't really let their emotions out until they win a championship. So now we know we're in the playoffs. We just got to dominate and get to the end of it. 
So I appreciate y'all keeping us in our keeping us in y'all prayers and come Thanksgiving I'm gonna have something to truly be thankful for. You know what That's I mean? So that's what's up man and yeah man you know she will be yeah, well loved man. she will be well loved and well taken care of and have a community of people that's gonna want to see her win every day bro so congratulations man and you know can't can't wait to see what the future holds straight up and down yes yeah, we appreciate y'all checking in with us don't forget we're gonna get into the mailbag next week we got a really special guest coming on the show next week dog yeah. I'm excited too. I don't want to give away excited. too much. Make sure y'all pay attention to the Instagram. We're about to start this giveaway coming pretty soon. Starting this week, actually. Uh, at the Hitman Podcast, at Labeled and Known, at M O underscore S A L 1. Y'all hit us up in the mail back, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Shout out to everybody doing their thing out there. A couple quick shout outs before I get out of here. Uh, Word. You know, shout out to uh, my boy e. Jay Sims. Uh, the Reasons to Doubt podcast, um, they're doing their thing. Uh, they just had a giveaway, um, gave away some AirPods, but they're up and coming podcast that's, you know, doing their thing. And, uh, you know, they talk about the culture and they have fun with it. Got sneakerheads on there. So, you know, shout out to them. Um, shout out to my boy Chris with the Related and Opinionated podcast out there doing his thing in Texas. Shout out to Always Coulter. showing love to us. Yeah, shout out to Culture Boy, um, always showing us love, and everybody else who's showing us love, man. I get messages um, every, you know, every so often. My boy Joe, uh, that I, you know, uh, my my Asian brother from another mother <laughs> from Chicago, and he, and you know, what I'm saying, um, shout out to everybody, man. I, there's so many people that I could, you know, shout out right now uh, that just, you know, shows love to the podcast and you know hits me up to let us know that we're doing the right thing. So I just want to take the time out before we get out of here and just let y'all know that we appreciate y'all, my boy Ant. Hey, congratulations! Yeah, shout out to Tribble on your engagement. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we always celebrate good news, man. Yeah, putting that jersey always. in the rafters. Shout out Tribo, yes, man. Sir. Congratulations to you and your lady, bro. We love y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I, I think I'm all out of shout outs for this week, man. So uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and take us up out of here. Y'all know what's good. We're going to hit y'all next week. Like I said, we got a very special guest coming on the show. Y'all stay in tune with us this week on the Instagram and in the mailbag. Till then, we'll be back at y'all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to acknowledge it all right it was a miracle can we go now can we go now